Cannon Coquel. Like putting things in number order. Order, order, order. Five, four, three, two, one. It's time for the electrical standings. Today's electrical standings, hottest TV dads. Hottest TV dads, five through one. Coquel, you go first. Number five, hottest TV dads. Number five, Jack Pearson, played by Milo Ventimiglia from This Is Us. Number four, John Bernthal, Shane from The Walking Dead. Judith is not Rick Grimes' baby. Like, get over it. Shane got with the mom. We all know whose baby. The Walking Dead is still on, right? Yeah, one more season. They should have. God, they should have ended that seven years ago. It's been good the last couple seasons. But you know what else is good? Tony Maselli's face. Tony Danza, who's the boss. (laughs) Hot number three, hottest TV dad. Jim Halpert, John Krasinski from The Office. Was he a dad? Yes, him and Pam had a baby. Okay. It was at the end when no one was watching the uh, show, okay, but he's just he, like that face. I, I missed it. He's just so cute. Yeah, I know. Jesse Kostopoulos, John Stamos, oh. Full House, number one hottest TV dad. Top five hottest TV dads here on the electrical standings. Number five, Tim the Toolman Taylor from Home Improvement, Tim Allen. Number four, Stephen Keaton, Family Ties, oh. an intellectual. Oh. Number three, Frank Lambert, Step by Step, Patrick Duffy. Number two, Tony Maselli. Who's the boss? Tony Danza. Now, he was a dad, right? Like a legit dad, or did he acquire dad? Samantha? Was, did he that's have a his th- kid. Oh, really? Or is that Angela's kid? I think that's Angela's kid. No, that's his kid. They moved in together. It's not Angela's kid. <laughs> and number one, Dr. Jason Seaver. Growing pains. Alan Thick. Is he really good looking? Yes! Are you kidding me? Or is it just who he is? Alan Thick is one of the most debonair, suave, and downright handsome men in TV history. I don't know. I think I think if we hit the I'm gonna put it on the poll at real at ESPN West Palm. Is Alan Thick good looking? Those are your hottest TV dads, a TV dads edition of electrical standings. Uh, hey, uh, yesterday the Heat ended up completely manhandling the Celtics. Now, it got interesting near the end of that game because the Heat always let opponents back into the game. But uh, the Heat now are a win away tomorrow. If they beat Boston, they will completely avoid the play-in. It looked like they were destined for play-in tournament basketball up until, well, really last Monday. And then they've started to turn it on a little bit, and they've gotten healthy. And Tyler Hero, despite the fact that he has the most miserable haircut in the history of the NBA, and that's saying something, he's starting to play now. They're starting to round out. Bam's defense has been completely locked down. Jimmy Butler's doing Jimmy Butler things. Uh, The Heat are going to avoid the play-in. Now, when you look at the NBA standings, okay, it's it's not looking like yet that the Heat and the Knicks are going to play in the first round. There was a possibility that could happen, but the Heat still legitimately, mathematically, have a chance to possibly get the five seed. The Knicks are the four seed, nine games out. The Heat are, and the Hawks are tied one game behind them with the Hawks having the tiebreaker. Yes. So, like, John Collins, Cardinal Newman alum, great job. But get out of that five seed, please, will you? We Please. need the Heat and the Knicks in the first round. We wow. need the 4-5 to be the Heat and the Knicks. Problem is, the Hawks' remaining games, the Wizards twice, which could they could lose or split. I call that kind of a split type of series. 
But then they play the Magic and the Rockets. That's the Hawks' remaining four. Yeah. The Magic is not good, and the Rockets are the worst team in the league. (laughs) Yes. They're not playing for anything at all. But what I wanted to ask Heat and Knicks fans, because there is, I think, some excitement, but also a bit of trepidation involved in a Heat Knicks playoff series. But I think the trepidation is more for Knicks fans because no way. you've had this great regular season. You have played well above what any pundit and I think really any fan thought you were going to do. The Knicks sitting in the four seed with just games left now before the end of the regular season going into the postseason. Julian Randle has been in the MVP conversation. Julius Randle too. What did I say? Julian. I said Julius. I think I choked yeah. when I was saying Julius. Um, sorry, man. I'm getting over a cold. Lay off. Well, there's me. two of them. Learn their names. Okay. Throw it back to an old show. There's two Julius Randles. They're both named Julius. <laughs> and the other Julius Randle was uh, the sixth man, right? <laughs> right? Yes, yes. Did you see them dominate without him? They only had one Julius Randle yesterday, <laughs> and they dominated man, the Clippers. They are. They, I, I tell you what. They, they're finding ways to win They'd be now. the best team in the Western Conference. Uh-huh. Um, but for Knicks fans, you've had the storybook regular season. You've had fans celebrating outside of Madison Square Garden after random regular season wins uh, because it's been so long since the Knicks have been formidable. Forget four seed. Like, the fact that they're in the playoff picture is something to celebrate. And the fact that now, I mean, it's added that they're going to have home court advantage most likely um, uh, as long as they don't get nicked by the, the, the Hawks. But I could see trepidation. You don't want especially against the Heat, to go into the first round with, wow, that was so fun, this was great, the Knicks are back, and then Heat culture takes you over. And all of that hard work, all of that built-up good feeling comes crashing down in one playoff series because you take on a tried and tested, a true formula for playoff success like the Heat have. Now, Heat fans, I think they're cocky. And I think they're confident, and I think they want the Knicks. But imagine the pain if the Knicks actually won a playoff series against the Heat and had to hold it over Heat fans' heads for ever months and months and months Not and forever. months. Well, knowing Knicks fans, you're right. Like they would treat it like they they were raising a banner. They would raise a banner. The at following Madison year, Square the, the Knicks could go 0 and 82, and the Heat could win the championship, and I'd still be talking about the Knicks beating them in the playoffs. Heat Knicks. First round, it's still a possibility. It's good for basketball. I said it. I said it. It's good for the state of basketball, big market battle. All right. I don't even know if it's good for basketball as a whole. I do know it's damn good for us. I'd love it. It's good for the Heat because they don't want to play the Bucs again. Because if they don't get to that five seed, they're playing the Bucs. Okay. And I think the Heat would beat the Bucs again. I think the Heat would beat the Bucs again. I think even without a bubble in Orlando, the Heat would have beat the Bucs. The Heat absolutely would have beaten the Bucs. I, I, the way that the Heat deed up the Bucks and Giannis has still not had a playoffs where you say to yourself, "There's a transcendent superstar." Until he does that, he's doing. I'm not scared of the Bucks. I'm just not. But Heat fans, Knicks fans, would you love or be scared of a first round matchup? Heat Knicks first round. Would you love it or would you leave it? Would you be excited for it, or would you be scared for it? 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. 888-760-3776. From my standpoint, I still stand by Heat and 5. Heat, Knicks, first round, 
Heat in five. The Heat would neutralize Julius Randle. Bam would D-up Julius Randle. And that parade, that good feeling, that balloon, it would burst. It would burst. And it's still, it doesn't take away from the fact that Julius Randle had a great regular season. doesn't take away from the fact that he's been an MVP candidate. But the Heat have the formula. The Heat have been there. They have the experience. And they have the elite two-way player in Bam Adebayo. Not to mention the dog in Jimmy Butler. I think it's advantage Heat, even if the Knicks had home court advantage. So Heat fan, I could see being cocky. I'm cocky about it. But on the other side, I also would be absolutely miserable if the Knicks somehow won that series, moved on in the postseason, because even if they got dinged in round two, they would never. Coquel's 100% right. The Knicks fans would never let Heat fans forget about nope. it. Never, ever, 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 ever. Even if the Knicks went another seven years without making the postseason, this year was just a complete fluke under Tom Thibodeau, it would always go back to 2021 when the Knicks beat the Heat in the opening round of the postseason. The Heat have no matchup for Derrick Rose. The way he's playing off the bench, they have no one who can stop him. The Knicks are good, man. The I, I, are good. I'm not denying that they're good, but um, how how is Derrick Rose done traditionally against um, against the Heat? I don't know. A, I don't a, care. a healthy Derrick Rose pre multiple knee injury. Oh, oh, yeah, that's um, um, oh, he got bounced by them, and by Eric Spolstra coached Heat team. R.J. Barrett. They have okay. weapons. You, the Heat don't have the magic. Heat don't want Heat fans. You want none of this. You want none of it, Heat fans. How, how, wait, wait, wait. How you, better, you, you, be, you know what? I changed my mind. Heat fans will be lucky to play the Bucs. You better hope for Giannis and that overrated Bucs team. You don't want the team from the Garden. The Mecca. You can't handle the Mecca, Heat. It's how, not a little protective bubble anymore. But Your little protective bubble is going to pop. How have, how, how have the, uh, the Knicks done against the Heat this year? It's not playoff. Playoff basketball uh, in New York is a whole other animal. Okay, okay. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Heat fans, Nick fans, this is for both of you. Are you scared to face each other, especially in the first round because of the ramifications? And there's going to be pressure. It's going to be one of those series where there's pit and stomach the entire time. You both love it as a sports fan, but also hate it. Or Heat fans, are you cocky and you say, bring them on? Or Knicks fans, are you cocky? And I don't know why you would be, but are you cocky and you say, oh, Julius Randle, uh, the, the, the Knicks have this taken care of, even though the Knicks haven't beat the, the Heat all, all, all season. Where do you stand on this? You love it or you leave it? 888-760-3776. Ryan is in Boynton. Ryan, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Ken Coquel. Thanks for taking my call. Big Heat fan here. I just want to say, I'm cocky. Yep. We want that smoke as Heat fans. We want it. We want to take on the Knicks. We'll take on the Bucks. We don't care. Eastern I, Conference champs, we, we don't get enough love. I tend to agree with you on that because it's for me with the Heat, it's not just the Knicks. I would go into any playoff series with any team right now in the East, including the Nets, and say, I think the Heat have a chance. I think the Heat and Spo can coach them and execute their way into upsetting the top two, three teams in the Eastern Conference. I just truly believe that, and maybe it's just uh, being cocky Heat fan and I'm an irrational, but I think the Heat could match up with anybody in the Eastern Conference. I agree completely, and it's, it's not just being cocky. It's not just that. We, we also, we're also rational because we know 
we're the, we're the champ. We're the Eastern Conference champ. Who's going to match up? Yeah. And, Who's going to match up? We got. And after I saw what the Heat did last year to Milwaukee and what they did then to the Celtics, like I just I'm not ruling out I'm not ruling out Spo. I'm not ruling out Jimmy Butler especially, and I'm not ruling out Bam. Bam is the the single best big in the Eastern Conference. Oh, what the Heat did? Randall's been better than Bam this year. Bam is a better two way player than Julius Randall is. Mm. He just flat out is not watching games this year. Going off of last he year's just reputation, flat out is. I mean, the numbers show it, Coquel. You're you're. Excuse Coquel because he's just he's completely irrational right now. I, I understand as a as a homer, irrational Knicks fan, just yeah, standing up for guys. I get it. Go ahead. They but have one good on. regular season in a decade, and now all of a sudden they're destined yeah. for a championship that has eluded them since the seventies. Now I will let let's just let's just play a hypothetical. And we know this isn't gonna happen, Ryan, but let's just play a hypothetical. How miserable is your summer if the Knicks were to beat the Heat in a playoff series? Oh God. <laughs> same same thing like Coquel said. If they beat us no matter if it's a sweep or 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 if they take a seven and we lose it, we're gonna be. I'm gonna hear it for the rest of my life. I'm 28. I'm gonna hear it for the rest, <laughs> for the rest of, my rest of life. your life. You're okay. 20. Your your life is over yeah. at 28 from a basketball standpoint. The Heat People can win. People like Coquel, they're, right. they're gonna keep talking about it for the yep. rest of my life. I mean, the Heat legitimately could win back to back titles uh, next year and the year after, and the Knicks fans would still go back to, oh well, we beat you head to head in 2021. Uh-huh. Ryan, appreciate the call. 888-760-3776. Julius Randle, 24, 10, and six. Okay. 24 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. Okay. Let's check out old Bammy boy. Oh, uh, here we go. Coquel's going to be stat guy instead 18, of 18, 9, and 5. Uh, no, see, right, right, 24 but, or 18. Which one's bigger? What you're doing Which here, one is bigger, 18 or 24? I mean, 24. Okay, but great. You're, which you're, one's bigger, 9 or 10? <laughs> which one's bigger? Oh, God. I can't stand. Which one is bigger, 9 or 10? I can't not stand hard. numbers, I this, people. I did this with my four year old son. Which one's bigger? You are the most annoying basketball person. The guy who just starts reciting stats to make a point in basketball is so annoying, and you are that guy. I'm not surprised you're that guy, but you're box score guy. You're, you are, I'm going to make a point on the NBA, so I'm going to go straight to the box score. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. But you're going by six or five. Which one's bigger? Just curious. I'm just, I'm just wondering which one is bigger. Can you just answer my question? I take it back. I don't want the Heat and Knicks to play in the postseason because I don't want to deal scared. with this. I get it. I don't want to be scared no, no. too, Heat fans. I, I don't want to deal with this boneheadedness for What's the up to two weeks. Maybe Bam is more upside. Sure. Oh right now, the better player is Randall. Oh my God. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero ESPN. There is not a single intelligent basketball person who would say I'd rather have Julius Randle than Bam Adebayo. In a one-game series, I think there is. A one-game series? I mean, one, when is that one-game series going to happen? It might be for the Heat. Look at their remaining games down the stretch. They may be done. They may be in the plane. You think they need one more win. Have you looked at their schedule? They Celtics, do. that's a loss. Bucks, that's a loss. Sixers, that's a loss. Now you're stuck with the Pistons and all on the line. They, they just beat the Celtics. Yeah, but not tomorrow they didn't. Okay. 
Uh, my guarantee is Celtics are due. The Heat beat the Celtics tomorrow, and the Heat avoid the play-in. 888-760-3776, espn And by the way, you can listen to Heat Basketball, Heat Celtics tomorrow right here on ESPN 106.3. I want to tell you about my friends at Greenway Kia of West Palm Breach. Uh, Greenway Kia of West Palm, that's where I got my Kia K5 GT at Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach, and that's where they are giving you a just, I mean, it's it's a friendly, it's an easy, it's a money-saving car buying experience. There are three things that I need when I go to buy a car, because I hate it. I mean, I absolutely hate buying automobiles all right i just do i don't like the process i don't like the time it takes but there are three things that need to check the list friendly it needs to be easy and i need to save money and greenway key of west palm beach checks all of those boxes and uh i i I honestly i could not say enough about mike and about george and about all the people at greenway key of west palm beach because i was able to get in they immediately took me to look at cars, see what I wanted. I wanted something sporty, but I wanted something with good mileage. I wanted something that looked cool, but also something I could bring the kids around in and make sure they were safe. And that's how I settled on the Kia K5 GT. And I've talked about it before, Coquel, but I love this car. I, I just, you still, like, you know you picked the right car when every time you get in, you look forward to the driving experience. And that still happens to me every single day with this car. And I want to thank all the folks at Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach uh, for that car buying experience. And they're looking out for you, whether it's their, their credit clinic at Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach. They're looking to put you in an automobile, uh, whether it is uh, them going out of their way to try and finance for you and get you what works for you and your family because it's not just you buying the car. For a lot of you, this is a family purchase. Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach. Go check them out right off Military in West Palm. Thank you, Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levicka live on ESPN 106.3. Call the show now at 888-760-3776. Yeah, the more I think about it in the break, I'm cocky about the heat going up against the Knicks in the playoffs, but... I, I now don't want them to play because I do not want to deal with Coquel for however long this series lasts. It's because you know they're better. The Knicks are better. Randall's better. What You call me stat guy. What stat matters in basketball? Is there a stat I can go to? Don't look up one that works in your favor. Is there a stat I can go to? <laughs> I mean, you probably want to look at defensive efficiency, especially when you're talking about Bam Adebayo. I'm supposed to have the defensive efficiency number. Well, I'm just saying it's more than just 24 and 10. Plus minus, does that matter? Uh, no, I think plus oh. minus is actually fairly uh, misleading a lot oh, of the time. Oh, that doesn't So points doesn't matter. Assists don't matter. Rebounds don't matter. And now the fact that on the season, Randall's a 150 plus minus and Bam's a 15. That doesn't matter either. The Heat aren't even better on the floor, barely, with Bam on the floor. What? He's How a 15 plus minus Because total. plus minus is incredibly misleading. Oh, but so is points and rebounds and assists. Only defensive efficiency is the only stat. Well, I think I think that efficiency is, is one of the most important stats in basketball. Just defensive efficiency. None of that other stuff. I just said offensive efficiency as well. Efficiency numbers, offensive and defensive, are wildly important. 
it's not just a 24 and 10. It's not just what's on the box score. It's how Bam Adebayo helps in the post or comes to the perimeter. Bam Adebayo is significantly more versatile a defender. He can guard any position. Julius Randle is... Is what? He's a post player. He's a post player. Oh, he's not. He's, he's draining threes left and right. Not left and right. He's not draining threes left and right. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. Got to talk to you about my guy, Pat Lawler. Lawler and Associates. Personal injury attorneys. Want to lawyerup.com. Want to lawyerup.com for Pat Lawler and Lawler and Associates. Personal injury attorneys. If you have been injured, slip and fall, an accident, or any personal injury matter, it's scary. It's overwhelming and you don't know where to turn. Well, Pat Lawler is where you turn. Lawler and Associates. Personal injury attorneys. Just go ahead and dial up wantalawyerup.com wantalawyerup.com get your free consultation pat is going to take care of you lawler and associates personal injury attorneys and pat will join us tomorrow he is our sports agent and sports law insider uh coquel we were talking about no hitters and we were talking about whether or not they mean anything any longer and i I don't think so. Like I just, I they they happen too often. There's nothing special to them. Uh, Jake Elman tweets: Anyone who answers no is lost. Don't hate the players, hate the game. The sports embrace the three true outcomes, and pitchers are taking advantage. You don't make it to the majors by accident. But Kevin Wagner tweets: I'm not hating, but since everyone either strikes out or hits a home run in modern day baseball, the no hitter is just not that unusual anymore. It's hard to get excited about it. I agree with Kevin. It's it's feast or famine. That's what baseball has become. It's a three-run homer or it's it's a strikeout. And the, the pitcher dominance now shows it, and that's why a no-hitter just doesn't mean much anymore. I'll give you a perfect game. I'll give you a cycle. I'll give you four home runs. But the no-hitter doesn't do it for me anymore. It's college softball. Great accomplishment for the individual. As far as me, the fan, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll move on. That, that, that's really the bottom line with baseball now. Yep, I agree with you on that. But more importantly, Julius Randle, 41% from three-point line. Okay. Yep. How often does he shoot threes? More, He hits more than two a game. Okay. That doesn't make him a marksman three-point shooter. What do you mean? He's still That's at good. his core. He's still at his core a player who's going to camp out in the Just post. Eat it. Is he defending the perimeter? Or what do you think? You think yes. Oh, he, really? He plays off and switch all the time. Okay. And he, he, he is as defensively efficient he and is. as versatile as Bam Adebayo is. Yes. Okay. Based on what? By based on, my eyeballs. Based on your, oh, gotcha. So my eyeballs don't matter and stats don't matter. Okay. What High school, no, you, no, 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 High school football from, coach. You judge it from fine. the Lakers, Julius Randle. Cool. High school football. been a long time. High school football coach, Chris Coquel. Don't worry, everybody. His eyeballs say that Julius Randle is just as good a defender and as versatile a defender uh, and as dominant a post player as Bam Adebayo. This year, yes. Gotcha. And, okay. and he can stretch the floor. But it took him, I don't it know took him eight this. seasons. It took him eight seasons to get there. It awesome. Him. It took him two years with the Knicks and one year with Thibs. We're back. Thibs? Thibodeau. Who you can call him that, Thibs all you want. It's Thibodeau. Mm. Spell the name. I don't want the playoffs to Kenny come. Kenny Payne. Just cancel Just dominate. Well, just wait until I wake up Kevin Knox from his slumber. When is that going to happen? When When exactly is that Kevin Knox uh, slumber going to end? When is that alarm going to go off? <laughs> but when it does, <laughs> oh, look out. Man. And they got the point guard from Spain. 
Oh, <laughs> he's so good that you don't actually know what his name is. He's oh, the he's going to be great. You know what I love, though? You know what? Because I do that as well. When I can't remember someone's name, you immediately go to their position and then where they're from. Yeah. It's like, oh, the forward from Texas or the the big man from Kansas or the point guard from Spain. I Same love that. Thing. At, least I'm, <laughs> at least I know these guys are on the team. Uh, you would know it was bad if I said Julius Randle and them boys. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. I promise we'll be better. I, I promise you. I can't Not better you. than Julius Randle. I'm going to hope hope that we're better tomorrow. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick, and we've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye.